this is it. You're listening to my new show. Or at least the intro of my new show. I'm not going to mess around with music. I'm not going to mess around with adverts. And this show is sponsored by. And do this and go there and click on that. And all this rubbish. No. This is my new show. And it will be for Simply Everything subscribers. You people are awesome. Thank you for supporting our network. And I think you deserve something a little special. And so I think I might have something for you. Beyond all that make it so stuff and all that. Every episode of everything else. You you know what you're paying for. But this is my show. This is my little corner of the internet. And I, I thought I'd do something a bit different. A little bit unusual. Because I'm known for a couple of things. I'm known for ranting. That's, that's one thing I do. I'm known for letting you rant. Do you remember that the old bollocks show you used to be able to call in? That That's a long time ago, though. Things have changed. I'm not that angry anymore. I'm, I'm fairly laid back now, actually. On all but a few issues. Some of which we'll, we'll get into on this show. Um, so, let me explain a little bit about what I've got planned. This isn't a regular show, right? Don't be on me going, Rich, it's Monday. Where's the new episode? I'm not going to work like that anymore. That's that's too much pressure. That's too much of anything. Having some sort of structure to follow can, in, on the one hand, it can be, you know, it can it can be helpful. On the other hand, it can also be quite restrictive. And I've I've always thought that when it came to podcasting. Why just talk about one thing? I want to talk about all kinds of things. I want to talk to all kinds of people. And I've started doing that. You haven't heard it all. But I've been doing stuff for a while. In fact, I've been doing all kinds of things for a while. And I'd like to share them all with you. Because that's what this is about. So, this show... The aim is it's never going to be the same. I mean, that that's really what I want. I don't want you waiting for the next show thinking, what's Rich going to rant about this week? Nothing, maybe. Maybe it will have no regular features or anything like that. I, I hear that that's what they do on radio and it works great for them, but I, I can't be bothered. And to be honest, I lack the organisational skills. It's hard enough these days trying to get an episode of movies you should see together. And then on top of that, I'm running this website, which now, my God, it takes some running. So, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do, and when I'm going to be able to do it, or how I'm going to be able to do it. And there's lots of things I like doing. So, this show, this show called Tech Support Rich, is going to be all kinds of things. I'm not even promising it's going to be audio every time. There might even be some video, because... I quite like doing those videos where I'm driving around in the car and just yammering on. And now I've got this iPhone, it's it's pretty easy to do that. So, there'll be some more of those. This show is going to start out with something uh, that I've, I've not really done before as such. I'm going to play you something, okay? The rest of this episode, once I shut up with this intro bit, is all pre-recorded. And I, I think it was actually a couple of months ago. And I have a couple of other things as well. This is sort of my, what is it? My podcasting scrapbook, if you like. I'm going to put in here all the things that I think of to do and maybe only do once or little weird things, just everything. All my online stuff is going through this show. And I'll be making stuff just for this show. So 
I hope that's okay with you. I'm not, I'm not going to just rant about something. Hopefully, it might even on occasion be more than weekly. Not daily. That was mental. All right. That that daily thing was just insane. I, I don't know how you do that sort of thing without a production crew behind you, which I don't have. I have a MacBook Pro and I have a microphone. And that's what I've got. I don't even have a noise gate anymore, which is why you can hear every breath I'm taking as I talk. Sorry about that, by the way. So, without further ado, I'm going to present to you now what this show is going to be. Because, as I say, it was it was recorded some time ago. So what you're going to hear coming up is a, a long discussion. that This took place rather spontaneously one night after I was getting annoyed by news feeds. And it's a talk with me and Alison and Simon from Tech It or Leave It, who I believe you might have heard. He's also the genius behind the upcoming iOS app that we've got coming for uh, simply everything. And it's about podcasting in general and the state of things and, and all that sort of stuff. You're going to listen to it. It's coming up in just a second. Beyond that, I've got some other things planned. Some things are done already. Uh, I've got an... I've started to interview people, which I, I'm really enjoying, uh, and I th- I think I hope you'll enjoy uh, listening to a lot of those as well when they come up, which they will. I'm stumbling now that you can tell I haven't pre-planned this. I mean, that's realism for you. This is reality podcasting, and so without further ado, I, I present this thing to you, and I I hope you like it. And uh, if you don't, next week there'll be more. I, I plan to be at least weekly. How, how's that? Is that okay? I know some of you just love the regularity, don't you? It's all about it's Tuesday, I've got the thing, and it's got to be downloaded. I don't work like that. I've, I've never worked like that, really. Subscribe to all our shows, and then you'll have content for all the time. There, I, that's the best I can offer you. And I'm definitely not running this show indefinitely. This, this, this intro is just modelling now, and I feel like I'm just saying what I'm not going to do. So let me shut up, let me get out of your way, and we'll play this episode. If you want to email me about anything, techsupportrich at gmail.com. My address has been out there for years. I don't care if you email me on that. That's fine. You can probably find me on Facebook and on Twitter and all these other things. There's links on my show page, probably. So get on with this, and I'll speak to you later. And We'll see how this goes, okay? I I should have written this down. Story of my bloody life, that. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Uh, us is just hey, me Simon, and Alison, by, by the way. Hi. Hello. Um, my network connection seems a bit slow. I'll look into that. You can keep talking while I do it. Yeah. Um, I, and also to let you know, we are live as well now. Um <laughs> I understand that you'll probably be a little bit like, what the hell is he doing? Uh, no one as much as Alison is right now, who was just minding her own business watching telly. <laughs> yeah. Listening to me clack away on a what, keyboard. What, am and I, then, what bullshit am I watching? Um, obsessive compulsive cleaners is what I was watching. Yeah. Quite and deeply. Not anymore, suddenly. This can is you, happening. Can you see my phone? I heard it. No, I, I just heard Prince exclaim. As he does when you get a text message. I, I imagine it's around you. Maybe there on the arm of the chair. I don't know. Yeah. It, oh, it, you were sat on it. I okay. was sat on it, yeah. That's never where things are. Uh, okay, it's not me causing my poor network connection. It's probably one of my housemates. Or it could be the computer. It's not too bad. I can hear you. And Can you hear me okay? I can. You're a bit crackly and silent but I can, I can tolerate that. 
Right, okay. And hello everyone in the chat room. It's a massive chat room. So, what is happening is you and I, you you tweeted earlier. This is the story of Genesis of this now. Uh, uh, I thought it might be. Yeah, and it wasn't what you said. It just got me thinking. Because you, you've been, you had such problems with the podcasting app on iOS. And you tweeted that it just wasn't playing podcasts anymore. I jokingly said, mine works. Which was just a response to it, you guys getting at me about Syria at the weekend. And uh, as you said, be worried about Apple and how they're treating podcasts. And it occurred to me, I, I feel like I've heard that a lot in the last week in the week before recently is the the collective term for those weeks and (laughs) i had agreed with some of it and i've completely changed my opinion on all of it and i started writing down what turned out to be quite an angry venomous rant on my blog and i thought it just might be better if i have a totally venomous rant on an audio show with both. Ah, so you got me on so you could rant at me directly. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. No, you, I, 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 I invited you on because you are very good at, you're very good at beating me in arguments. And, and get, <laughs> I like in that. All That's honesty. a good quality, Simon. Hold on and to that one, fella. <laughs> I, I, I think it might be good while I have a rant to have someone around who can point out anything which might be incorrect or wrong or to offer a counterpoint i can see the logic in that that that's where it came from and alison because well she's here yes and uh, i did stop her watching tv and everything like that but also she tends to calm me down and is a voice of reason <laughs> so uh this is almost it's almost an inverse intervention okay i sort of You've asked i have surprisingly <laughs> gathered you here to stop me being shit okay or has been said in the chat room we're reviving bollocks for the evening yes that's i was actually kind of put this but out, he's got I... a couple of babysitters who'll put him in his place yeah if he gets a bit too out of hand okay <laughs> so i'll begin and incidentally a man might come with a kebab during this because we <laughs> yeah. are so badly organized in time tonight, <laughs> well, so well, there the thing mu- is, I won't stop to eat the kebab, but there might be a mental dog in the, the conversation. We, we need to explain that our, our cooker literally fell out yes, of the it, world. Yes, it did. <laughs> on, we, we, on Sunday, was Sunday it Sunday? We, yeah. we can't cook food here at the moment. So we ordered a cooker and it arrived today and it arrived very, very damaged. So we still have no cooker and now we've got a fucking cooker plus packaging in the middle of our very small kitchen. So our life is kind of so upside kebab, down. kebab, that was it. Kebab's on its way. Right, so... <laughs> I'm going to... I feel I'm summing it up as I understand it, that what there are a number of things going on with podcasting at the moment relating to Apple that people seem to be pissed off about or upset about. Yeah. And those, those things are the, pod, the quality of the podcasting app on iOS. Yeah. Uh, the fact that a lot of people seem to feel that Apple is leaving a lot of money on the table when it comes to podcasting. Mm-hmm. And also, there seems to be a group of people that don't feel Apple treat podcasting as it deserves to be treated. Okay. And I, I don't think I've missed any problems I think, from there. I think when, when, we were in, um, when we were in California at the Brick House with the Twit, 
Um, the big subject for them that day was that um, Apple were um, suing um, a podcast network. No, Apple weren't. That Who was were they? it. Was someone a patent? It was some troll. patent troll. Oh, was yeah, it a patent trial. But what they were annoyed about was that Apple had settled with these people previously and given them money, and that money because it then... creates precedent, which yeah. means that the patent troll then has some grounding for then going and harassing everyone who does podcasts. Yeah. And they also have a big chunk of money to pay lawyers in order to do that. So it, it doesn't help the industry in general. Um, and so I, I, I actually take issue with a lot of these issues. And the, the source of it all is a lot of things that I think people en masse within the podcast industry don't like to say out loud, don't want to admit to, and aren't doing anything about making me really have a great lack of respect for most if not everyone else in this fucking industry because they are coming across as a bunch of whining fucking losers that's there's my opening statement of harshness now i will elaborate <laughs> okay okay first of all the app um i'm finding it to be a very much your mileage may vary kind of issue because I mean, obviously, it's ranging from Simon doesn't play shows at all to I've I've honestly not seen it had a problem, and it's been my mo my only podcasting app. But I'm not trying to do anything particularly clever with it, so it's obvious there are features missing that could be there, but that are there in better third-party podcasting apps. I'm just at the point where I don't see it as anything to be particularly upset about. If it's a shit app and lots of people do seem to agree that it's a shit app, then it's just a shit app, and there are better ones that you can get. So I really don't think it's worth losing any sleep over, or even getting angry at Apple about. Well, to put the app into context, uh, it is better than it used to be in one regard. It used to just, uh, without any rhyme or reason, mark all shows as unread. So my unplayed episode list which for me is the bread and butter of the app, oh, yeah. would just be filled with 127 episodes that I listened to in 2007. Yeah. And that's a lot of work to correct that. It is. It, it... Recently, the decline has been that it stopped automatically downloading apps, despite the fact that's my default um, setting, is download all new episodes immediately. Yeah. So instead it presents me with this little down arrow button that I can use to individually download. I press that and I get this little circle that is a sort of download indicator that does nothing. And they just sit there saying preparing to download forever. Yeah. Now until today I could tap on an individual episode and that episode would start streaming. So as long as I had a connection I could at least still listen to a show. Yeah. But that's not happening now. So now it's literally a very pretty picture of a reel to reel tape recorder. Shocking. It, it's clearly not perfect. I, I don't dispute that at all. Um, it, it's got problems. But I still think it's it's not something you can regard as a sign that Apple are abandoning podcasts. Is this well, the way they do it it's anyway? It's just a shit app. Is, is this the I'm way not way saying they're they abandoning anyway? it. No, I, I know you're not. It's I'm, I'm answering the uh, mm. the general call that there seems to be at the moment. But I am saying that they've moved podcasting from being one of the tabs in the iTunes player 
on your iPod, on your iPod or your iPhone or your iPad. So a truly built-in experience to an app that competes with third-party apps and loses out all of them. It shows that they don't care very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will consent. I will But why? why? Because I I think that if we boil it down, then um, we have to look at what podcasting is and whether that fits with the Apple ideology. And I don't think it does. I think, as Bet's pointed out in the chat room there, podcasting is an indie-free hippie land of zero regulation. Oh, oh, hang on. Right, now, we've actually just jumped to the middle section of my rant. (laughs) Um, Because what what I wanted to do is address sort of... And this this same argument goes for why, why are Apple leaving money on the table when it comes to podcasting? Because it seems that a lot of people have got this grand idea that if they can sell their podcasts then they're going to become millionaires Mm. and Apple will make lots of money. So why aren't they doing that? I'm actually saying that sat here as somebody who makes a meager living selling podcasts or, well, that's part of the bigger issue. First of all, I have to ask the question that this thing that we're talking about Apple abandoning, we can't even define what it fucking is. All of podcasting is shit. (laughs) <laughs> the whole industry, the whole way it's built up, everything relating to it, not even talking about the content and the shows now, just the infrastructure, the idea behind it is just utter, total crap. <laughs> if you had to sit down and design a perfect system for delivering online media today, it would not look like podcasting when you were done because it's garbage. And you start with the name, which is something that only Adam Curry could come up with something so obviously shit. <laughs> It, what, you've linked it to a product, podcasting, you've linked it to an iPod, and now we don't even really have iPods anymore. They're not the big thing they were. And one day, very soon, we're going to be like, well, oh, yeah, iPod, I remember those. They're what we had before we got smartphones and iPhones. And it doesn't relate to the people who don't never put it on their iPod anyway. They listen it, to exactly. it via the computer. It, it's just a stupid fucking name that links the, the medium to the product and, and a company that we've all decided has power over this industry. Um, and it, it's just full of further shit ideas that we've only got ourselves to blame. And so why should Apple get involved in this fucking mess? What is a podcast? Can, we, can, can I get a satisfa- satisfactory dictionary definition of podcast because I still dispute that there is one. Is a podcast the show or the method by which it is distributed? Can you podcast a podcast? <laughs> are we doing podcasting now or are we making a podcast? What? <clears throat> There's no definable. And does it count if it's somebody who's doing it for no money? Or how does that affect the people that don't aren't like the bbc but make some money off ads and does that mean that what the bbc do is a podcast if it's something like the chris moyle show which was just made for radio and yet I we're expecting a case of usage versus definition definition wise actually it's quite easy a podcast is any distribution of episodic media through web syndication that's where i've been with it for a number of years and that's we use the word differently, but that is what a podcast is. Well, it's where Simply Syndicated's name comes from. 
we recognize that it's about that syndication and about that system. So, yeah, you've, I, I all, think you've it's always the medium. been that. Yeah, it's not the media. It's the medium. And so that's when we, we start to get into further muddier water with it when we start talking about the idea of charging money for it because there are people who would insist it's got to be free. It's got to be this fucking hippie shit and it's got to be free and done by people who fucking just love it and they've got to do it. And he's like, no. Why have you decided that? It's not. It's because we can't decide what the thing is and what you want to get out of it and you think it should all be classed as the same thing, that we should all be grouped together. And the worst thing with it is that everyone who makes a podcast thinks that theirs is brilliant. And most <laughs> of them are shit. That's that's the other problem. You know, when when we have... I can't remember what who, who wrote... Was it Mike Elgin that wrote that blog post that I retweeted the other day? When he's saying, oh, well, podcasts should be treated the same as TV shows and movies. And I'm now thinking, have you seen TV shows and movies, Mike Elgin, compared to podcasts? Because they're not the same. They're, they're not. See, I have a lot of uh, I, I have a lot of time for that theory because if you look in um, journalism, there is everything ranging from monthly glossy magazine down to my blog or my Twitter stream. It's all it's all publication of written opinion. Yeah. And podcasting, like blogging, doesn't mean that all podcasts have to be hippie free indie mentality, but it means they can be. It means that you know. You and I can send a text message going, you, you want to do a podcast right now? And, well, fuck, look at this. Look at the chat room. We're doing it. We're talking to people. And it can be the BBC putting out content related to an ongoing TV show. They're both, you know, the same thing. It's in anyone's hands. Same true of all kinds of distribution now, and video is getting easier and easier. It doesn't mean it has to be that way, but it means it can be. It can be, but I don't think it's a good idea because the trouble is when we think, you know, with these people who are... If you're Mike Elgin and you're going on Matt Break Weekly all the time, then you have a very rose-tinted view of podcasting because Leo's shows are really good. <laughs> and so you, you think, then, then you think these shows should listeners. be... This show's better than a lot of stuff on TV. And you think, yeah, if I want to see a TV show about Max where people just sit around a table and talk about them, then it's better than anything on TV. But it's not better than Breaking Bad. You know, it's it's not the same. It's not the same content at all. And that's only the good stuff. There's For every Leo, there's 100,000 fucking morons. You know, doing utter shit. Yeah. And it shouldn't be treated the same. This is the another thing that's been wrong with podcasting is that we treat it all the same. And Tristan always used to say one day it'll break up and that there'll be the higher end professional stuff with people who are, you know, the dedicated companies that make audio content on the web. And you'll have the equivalent of the public access go guys, the two guys with shitty gaming headsets doing their thing. And it's never happened. Which has happened. I, I, it has I, happened. I disagree when you look at the iTunes store and things and when like you look that. at the iTunes store, yes, but when you look at the world in a broader sense, you look at the Rovio box. Who's on there? Twit's on there, um, but I'm not on there. You know, it, it that, is That's only happened. Happen. It's only happened with regards to certain resources being spent on doing these things. 
and the two guys in their bedroom. Don't yes, that's going to be the differentiation between the big guys who have the money to do it with high production values and the guys with the gamer headsets who only have the production values to put it out on iTunes for free. I suppose so. I think it will start. Money is always the differentiator. Yeah. You know, if you want to start a TV company, you need finance. If you want to make a movie, you need a hell of a lot of finance. And it, so it comes it's, down it's... to the guys with the. the I was here. The guys with the gaming headsets aren't providing shows that people listen to more than once. You know, the way that I've traditionally chosen podcasts is well, if I can listen to it, then I'll listen to it, and then I'll get to the personalities and the content. And so I, I think it does stratify that the ones that are, are the good ones rise to the top, like anything. Richard's still off mic. Sorry, hang on. It's the long tail theory of the internet. You know, there's always going to be mass market stuff because we talk about Twit here. Now, Leo has the money to build a studio with multiple cameras, a dedicated system for Skyping in consultants from all over the globe into his shows, and he can do deals with media companies to get him stuff streaming onto TVs through set-top boxes. And he scaled down to two guys in a bedroom with gaming headsets talking crap about Call of Duty. Now, there might be an audience of five or six people who listen to that, and because it costs them nothing to do, they might really like that there's these five or six people who are into them. More power to them. That's the point of democratizing the publication system. Mm. And there's a scale of everything in between. See, I don't agree that the cream rises to the top. I really don't. Certainly not with regards to podcasting. Because time and time again, I've seen it not happen. You know, um, you could argue, well, maybe your content's not very good. I, I disagree. I know that we're not exactly perfect in every episode of everything we've ever made, but I think that some of the content I've heard on Simply Syndicated over the years has been some of the best content I've ever heard. And, you know, just as a brief example of that, that when we uh, when we listened to Marius do his tour of the Kennedy Space Center. What a show! Oh my god! That was amazing. You know, <laughs> it was fantastic. To, to say that that couldn't have been played on primetime radio four is is utter crap. That that was just it was incredibly good broadcasting. Perfect audio content, and time and time again, crap rises to the top. It really does. Um, because it's got a famous DJ's face linked to it. Usually. Yeah. And this is yet another problem with podcasting. There's a sentence I'm going to say over and over again. <laughs> that because there's so much of it, and because of the way it's presented, it's very difficult to find anything good. And this is why we're getting angry at Apple, which is part of you know, what this is all about in the first place. So let, let, let me talk about it with regards to them. I mean, first of all, show me where it says Apple have to do fucking anything with podcasting. Because I, I don't think they do. Mm. I, I, I don't think it's written anywhere in law that says Apple must give their all to podcasting. So I don't think we really have the right to get upset with them for not giving their all to podcasting as a company. It's not their responsibility. But I think if you've allowed an activity to happen on your system, then you at least have to make if, sure if that they, that's comfortable for the people they who are using want it. to... It's their system. They they are king of Apple land. Still, it's... And if they want to pull podcasting apart from iTunes, if they want to just get rid of it altogether, if Tim Cook wakes up tomorrow morning and thinks, you know, I've had enough of podcasts, gone. 
what what do we have recourse for that do we do we sue apple what do we do do we make them put podcasting in and have a team of a hundred people dedicated to full-time jobs maintaining it and making it awesome I no, think, they're, I they're think a private company and they, they can do what the fuck they want. But this leads me on to the, the bigger issue that the problem is it's our own fucking fault in the first place. And I think I'm only remembering this because pulling out my badge of honor, I did this before Apple did podcasting. And you know what? It used to be a completely fucking different universe mm. because... There used to be there used to be so many desktop applications for downloading and dealing with podcasts. There were, Not to mention so many aggregators. And, Go and, and like oh, us on God, Podcast yeah. Alley, folks. Yeah. Exactly. So many Maybe different podcast directories. Alley. You had to add your podcast to so many websites and things like that. And then one day Apple said, Oh, we'll do podcasting too. And the entire podcast industry just went, Okay, we'll let you. Fine, mm. done. We'll stop making our apps altogether. We'll stop. We'll shut down our directories and everything like that. We'll just stop because, hey, you got this, Apple. And then here we are a number of years later where they're not doing it as good as we want them to. And we're saying it's their fault. And yet... I just think it's like being we, invited to dinner when they've only got a can of baked beans in. They never invited us to dinner. We but were already did. having dinner. <laughs> they just said, do you want a bit of ours? And we just said, well, if you've got food, we'll never make any again. We'll just eat off you because we found out we can. And then when we don't get what we want, we'll complain, though. Where, where are all the other directories? When you look at all the people that are involved in podcasting, why has Leo... Why is there not a Twit desktop podcasting application? Why did Mevio never do anything like that? And are people not frightened of litigation? Where, where are all the... Where is any attempt to do anything with podcasting beyond what Apple have done? And Apple have never done it well. iTunes has always, always been the worst podcasting client ever. When the when it first started, it was awful, and it's never improved. And what so what what is the big fucking surprise when they put out an iPhone app to do it that shit? iTunes is shit at it, and th- then we give them this this power of having this curated directory where they put up featured podcasts and things like that. And what people are really complaining about is they haven't put up mine. And it's if you want to promote yourself, you've got to get out and promote yourself. It's not Apple's responsibility to make sure that every podcast has an audience. They don't have any responsibility to it. The only responsibility on any level they have is that they've decided to include it as a function. And so it should at least fulfill its functionality in mm. terms of its its users. Yeah. But in terms of promoting somebody's podcast, that's not for Apple to do. It really isn't. It never has been. And the fact that people are getting upset about how they're doing that is just utter crap. Podcasters have always been a fucking lazy, moaning bunch. (laughs) You know? Podcasters podcast because they just do moan all the time and nobody else pull with it. So they do it into a microphone instead. We all think that we're the best at it and that we're right. And we can't all be right and the best at it. That's me. (laughs) But I'm only joking. Not really. But it's not Apple's responsibility to do this. It really isn't. It's our own responsibility as an industry. You know, we've struggled since day one to explain what a podcast is. Never mind promote it and have masses listen. They don't even know what it is. 
I'm still explaining it now, eight years down the line. And there's just so many things that we never decided on. Stupid ideas that came along and stuck. I still maintain... Why are people thinking that a show has to just go on every week forever? Why are people still <laughs> doing that? You know, because it's... Because people <clears throat> fall in love. They do, and they don't want their, their beloved thing to go away. But you could do something else. It's like else. a bereavement. I, I love what we're doing with Remote Patrol and Remastered. I do too. Where we're doing a season so of each, alternately. Oh and my we're God. still making podcasts every week, but it's not the same show and it doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. Whereas when you stop doing movies you should see after five years, the fucking world ends. And no one thinks they've been doing this every week for five years. Because they need a break. <laughs> and then when we have the audacity to say, well, we'd actually like to make some money off this, the mm -hmm. first response on Facebook is, well, I can get this content elsewhere, so I won't pay. You know, it, it's, and we've allowed this to happen. We've perpetuated all these Look, ideas. I, that I, I honestly think that what you're saying tonight is true of every single media. I'm sure that when television show, shows end, then stations get letters. You've killed my character. You've taken my show oh, away. Oh, of course they do. All yes. the rest oh, of they absolutely, absolutely yeah. do. They really do. And they go into a bereavement. I mean, bands split up and the girls go crazy. Take that. Oh, my God. All this kind of thing. It happens across every creative. Everybody who ever puts anything out there is subject to that kind of level of adoration by um, the consumers. Very oh, true. Doyle was bullied into bringing back Holmes from the dead when he killed him off. Exactly, you know, and, and bullshit stories on Dallas that can't possibly be true, but we've got to see this person again. You know, that kind of thing. It, it happens to us all. You're just feeling it as a podcaster. I just feel that there's a lot of stuff that... And this is why we're trying something new with business models. Because I feel that attitudes are changing to such things. I think that people are now much more conditioned to accepting if I pay a reasonable fee for this, then I won't be bombarded with advertising. I won't have my email address sold onto a list and that sort of thing. Um, and I'd, I'd like to, I'd just like to see, I honestly feel, and it's tricky because I kind of feel almost being a bit big headed and a bit braggy, but why is no one else with more resources trying to do something like we're trying to do? I think it's because you're in this sweet spot where what you're doing you're making it what you do. A lot of podcasters, it's a hobby. You are a podcaster or you are a internet media person. That is your job. But you're not uh, Chris Hardwick or Kevin Smith, uh, someone who has this cachet and this resource that they can put behind their podcasting. They're already doing well. They don't need to change their business model. Exactly. But you're in this place where you're at the, uh, sort of the top of the people who aren't sort of pre-built with audience and resource trying to make it work very few people are innovating there's the pros who already have their money from their tours or their tv or whatever and then there's the guys who are just streaming stream of consciousness bullshit into the internet to see if 10, 10 people will download it mm. there's a vast lack of people like you who are going how do we make this industry work that's my frustration. I, I feel like I'm just in a room full of people that are moaning that the industry is broken and no one seems to be trying to do anything to fix it. Well, you're coming in from just, another We're uh, just blaming point. Apple for not doing it right. And I don't think that's fair on Apple. 
I'm not I'm not defending what they're doing. How they deal with podcasting is essentially crap. It really is. It could be done so much better. I'm sure the people who work on it do their best with the resources that are given to them by the company that they work for. But it's not enough and it could be done so much better. It really, really could. Mm. But they aren't doing it. And if I was an it. Apple shareholder, I would be pissed off at what they were doing with podcasting. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. they are marginalising. They are pissing people off. Why would you want to do that, really? I don't well, think they're doing it to piss us me, off. Because, no, not at all. But they are, from what I can see, missing an opportunity. Because I have an App Store developer account. Now, you want to talk about an industry where they're dependent on Apple... There's very little chance of actually making any money from it, but everyone thinks they can make it huge and Apple support them. The App Store is a perfect analogy. And Apple have created this, you know, we will host, we will distribute, we do content distribution networking, we do promotion, we do indexing, um, we do discovery, all of that. All you do, if it's all you want to do, is upload it and we do a 70-30 split. They've created this model that's now stuck, mm. like, across the board. And there's podcasts sat there, nothing. They've got the infrastructure to monetize distribution with the creator's cooperation. And they're just going, mm, no, nah, I think actually take a step back from that. We're not interested. And that, I think, is people's frustration. They can see Apple encouraging, in one regard, people to monetize very amateur content that's uploaded and they do a lot of work with it whilst at the same time downgrading what they do with podcasting which has been around for years so it's almost like you know being replaced with a younger model why why would they be doing that then because i can't think of a reason to leave money on the table other, other than i think it's because the world of podcasting is a bloody shambles and they've got better things to do than to try and get involved. I think you bang on, and it comes back to that freewheeling stuff. There's no regulation. There's no fit shape for podcasting, like you were saying. So it, it doesn't fit the Apple model. The Apple model looks like that. It behaves like that. It feels like that. And, you know, everything's predefined and very, very ordered in a kind of OCD way. Yeah. Podcasting is the antithesis of the Apple model. Yeah, I, I do agree with Simon in saying that you know, how is that different from the App Store? Anyone can, with an Apple developer's account can put an app in the App Store, whether you're the BBC or Electronic Arts or Simon. Mm. It, it doesn't matter. Anyone can do that. So, all of the above have, in fact. Yeah, they all have. Uh, three good examples. And so why can't we do that with podcasts? Because if someone is putting their stuff up for sale and no one buys it, how do Apple lose out on that stuff? The only thing... They're still losing out on their cut, and it might be worth pursuing at 30% of podcasts. Exactly. It certainly feels like it's worth pursuing if they adopted the exact same model. I, I, there was a time we thought they were going to do it when this podcasting app first came out. I know, I remember you doing we sums. We were so <laughs> happy about it. Um, and I, I just I, I can't imagine why they wouldn't want to get involved other than that. Uh, do you have any ideas, Simon? I think it's a, a problem of perception. They are looking at it as something that they've supported for, oh, going on how many years now? And 
have seen nothing from cons- they they aren't looking at it as an um analogous situation to the app store they're looking at it as a drain on resources a chore and this free thing that they for some reason provide all the storage space in cdn for and they're going this is madness see they they could the the only other thing i can think of is that i would imagine with podcasts as opposed to apps there is a lot more crap which goes unchecked and to allow people to charge money for it on the itunes store is in a sense apple validating that content exactly and they can't do that and that could potentially lead them into some i mean because when you actually look at the app store terms and conditions for what you can and cannot do in an app Mm. you know because we've heard stuff about there's there's a lot of apps that get thrown out for particular political opinions Mm -hmm. and things like that this happens with apps and that with the apps they can have a strict guideline as to what your app can and cannot include Mm. you couldn't comfortably put that same level of control on a person's podcast that's very true however you couldn't have a terms and conditions and say you can't talk about this you can't talk about that because that there you are inhibiting this free speech that the americans in particular love so much yeah it's very true but we have an app for simply syndicated out there some people might well be listening to us right now through that app that got through those very strict controls and i could say just about anything right now if i wanted to Exactly. So those controls, they exist, but for publication, freedom of speech comes into play. And also, it's going to sound like a radical idea, but you could keep the current system free for unregulated you know, madness and have a gateway, a professional podcaster account that sort of costs the same as a developer account, yeah. provides you with special features to manage your content that regular people don't get and has you sign up to the terms and conditions and makes you accountable for what you do the, the frustrating it, thing is easy. they they already have that i do have an itunes podcaster account as a featured provider on the store i have access mm. to like do said, things the with the itunes store. Is there. yeah i already have that account and it lets me do things to that page and to our podcast within the store and determine how they're presented and how they're arranged and to turn on something within that that would allow some sort of e-commerce to take place would really be trivial, I would imagine. Mm. Especially with the, the payment infrastructure already in place for the App Store. Because as a developer, I can tell you that to get that account set up, you need to sign legal paperwork. Oh, of course. I, I have a contract with Apple, and so professional distributors of content who wanted to monetize it could have a contract with Apple Apple don't need to do the regulation. It's all legal matter. Then, if you break those rules, they can sue you. Mm. Simple. So, while I totally accept that Apple obviously is leaving stuff behind, my conclusion is that really, as an industry, we've no one but ourselves to blame. We let them run with it. And now we're unhappy with the way they've done that. And so somebody needs to do something about that that's that's where i am with it's it it's difficult because i think apple are seen as litigious bullies 
So it's really difficult for people to figure out how they do that without getting sued and completely shut down. I don't think you could argue that Apple own... Oh, do they? I think they did. Didn't they uh, patent a podcast directory? Yeah. Well, it's not just Apple either. It's uh, I've thought about this and, you know, it's just a speculation game I've played on my commute. How would I do a mass streaming service that would replace podcasting? And the problem isn't um, Apple, to me, it's the it's the content owners currently. Uh, you build your infrastructure. Well, I can't just take everyone and automatically include them yeah. because these people own their content. I would be co-opting their content and trying to build this monetization system. You have to get people to buy into it themselves. Oh, someone tried doing that with a, a blog system not too long ago. Hmm. Uh, where you, you paid them access to get blogs sent to you or something like that, and they did that on the grounds that, yeah, we'll pay the guys that you, you read. We'll we'll send them the money. Like, we won't ask them. We'll just send them money, and they'll be happy and leave us alone, and it didn't really work out like no. that. And that's the barrier. It's I can think of lots of ways I would do it, but I can't think of ways I would then take that to Leo or um, Hardwick or Smith and go, hey, guys... I know you're making money, but come to me and you could make less money in a different way and I would get some of it. <laughs> I, I think the the work behind Simply Everywhere is certainly a way to go with it. I'm going to start partly plugging a new product now, but I, I think that's a, a more positive way to go with it, to just make all this stuff all available in an easily presentable way because RSS feeds aren't easily presentable. Good luck finding an old show on our website. Really, I, <laughs> I wish you the best of luck with that because it's not something I'd ever try to do. But the truth remains, we can we can make that easy. There are many ways we can present you a list of data and make it easy for you to find what you're looking for. And but, I'm looking forward to Simply Everywhere getting set up because I want to make a Simply Everywhere app. Exactly. Awesome. There's, there's lots to be done, and so we need to get on and do with it. I, I mean, I don't want to come off as arrogant, but I really feel like we are the only people doing this. No, no one else is trying to do anything, and pe- there are people who are moaning that could, and it's that's pissing me off. Okay. You know, and I, I think that what is... I also think that what is heralded as great content isn't necessarily great content and is is flawed, you know? Even, I think some of the really popular stuff is that, flawed. Even people that I respect within the the podcasting industry. I can't remember the last time I listened to a Twitch show without just starting it at five minutes in. Because you know where the adverts Because you know that the first five minutes is just total noise and crap and pointlessness. And it's why the biggest gap between the opening theme tune of a simply syndicated show... And the actual talking at most is 20 seconds. Yeah. And I even sometimes just don't bother with it. You've not come to hear a theme tune. I don't know. People like uh, the Shaft theme tune. That's why some of Everybody them exist. Everybody plays their guitar. My, my point is, while you want a little bit of that, you come for the content. Yeah. So stop fucking me around <laughs> with stuff. The theme tune on a podcast is largely just a bit of brand identity. Largely, but I, I feel is being overused. Somewhat. Yes. Well, what I mean by that is it should be this little hook that, you know, you can identify instantly. You go, yes, that's my show. And then you're in. Yeah. It is not part of the show. 
Yeah. But and this show is sponsored by and by and by and here's another ad for and another use this company. Code here. And then it's just just stop. And it wouldn't be so bad. But obviously, even in America, where advertising in podcasting has taken a little bit of a foothold, it's the same seven guys doing the same <laughs> seven adverts on every goddamn fucking show. I just want to write to every podcaster and say, look, do you know what? I've got Audible. Let's leave it now, mm-hmm. shall we? Mm-hmm. Every, you don't have Squarespace, though. Everyone in the world who's going to get Audible after listening to a podcast ad you need has got meeting. it now. You know, it's go to meeting, it's Carbonite, it's fucking Netflix, it's everything. And what it was one thing when I was just hearing these things on Leo's shows. But then I started listening to a couple of others recently, and fucking Pendulette is telling me to download Audible audiobooks. And yeah, Chris just, Hardwick started doing Squarespace on Nerdist as well, and like, Stamps.com as well. Love of God, if people, we've bought these things already, mm. right? And incidentally... Kevin ca- Smith doing Stamps.com, that always amuses me. It's ridiculous. It's awful, and as an industry, the, it's we're flooded with the same shit advertising. I mean, if you and we tune it out because we know it's, it's there. It's if if you watch the TV show, an hour-long TV show with four ad breaks, and every ad break was the same every time you watch that show. You'd it get sometimes is on daytime TV. It I'm noticing this as an unemployed. But then, person. what if that was not just every ad break on that show, but every ad break on every show on that channel, and every show on every channel? <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's American TV, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it, yeah. And, and the high channels of, of lifestyle and, and stuff like that. And on, it's on, podcasting. On satellite. And, and that's only in America, because here, no fucker wants to advertise on a podcast. I had someone tell me from an advertising company, no one's going to advertise on your show because there's an explicit tab on it. What utter shit. So we can only really advertise cesspits and dildos. That and gambling sites and oh, things. Okay, That's yeah. what we're for because oh, yeah. we are explicit, which is another problem with the podcasting industry. <laughs> because look up explicit in the Mac OS X dictionary and then try and apply that word to anything you've ever heard on a fucking podcast because it doesn't. It doesn't even work. That's just a tag left in the iTunes store for rap music, which is explicit. But take it, it or leave it fault, is not explicit, no matter how many times I say fuck. <laughs> it's just not. That's not the same Technology, thing. Technology, it's filthy. But where was I? How we did need I an NSFW tag. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How did I get onto that? I've lost my initial point. Maybe it's because you can smell your dinner I and you're not eating it and, and it's getting you off track it. now. Yeah, we have to bring this to an end, but... <sighs> I agree that the podcasting industry is a complete and total fucking mess. This is my conclusion wrap-up now. And I think, rather controversially, that's only the fault of the people involved in it, whether it be through issues of self-centeredness and, more specifically, that, well, I'm doing all right. So, you know, but I'll moan about how Apple aren't doing it. And also, I don't think it's Apple's responsibility to do anything for us. I think if we, it's always been shit. The fact that it's still shit really doesn't make any difference to me. I continue to do what I do regardless of what Apple do. And if they stop making podcasts, I will get a podcast app made. You know? And that, and if I would then, because we're not even, I'm, I'm not concentrating on making a podcast anymore. Because a podcast, as we said, is the medium of transmission. And that bit of, of the internet is broken as far as I'm concerned. 
I'm not really interested in being part of the podcast community and, and contributing it to it in some way. What I see myself as is somebody who makes audio-based entertainment. Mm. And not even that specifically. I would make video-based entertainment stuff as well. But that's my job. I make audio-based entertainment. And I'm not going to distribute it as podcasts anymore because that is broken. Some of it I am, obviously. But it's not the way forward. It's not sustainable and it won't go on forever because it can't. It's just, I, I think we're still reeling from the fact that podcasting has not become the dream utopia that we thought it was going to be when Adam Curry first came up with his shit name and fell out with Dave Weiner. <laughs> so, and now he's still insisting we never landed on the moon. Honestly, the man's nuts. He really did have rose-tinted glasses. Do you see the kind of people we're following in he this really business? He really did. Do you see? Honestly. So that's where I am with it. Thank you so much <laughs> for turning up tonight, Simon. That was amazing. Uh, You're uh, welcome. To be clear, I sent Simon a text that said, are you free to be on a podcast now? <laughs> and he was. So Top job. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a short break for about 25 minutes to you people listening live, and then there'll be do ask do tell while we eat this uh, kebab. Uh, but, yeah, I put this out as a podcast. Is it a podcast? I, I think I'm sticking with podcast is the medium, not the media. Okay. Fair play. So you can put out a show as a podcast. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's fair. For example, on the new version of Simply Syndicated, where you're currently seeing a list of show of episodes, it now is labelled podcast episodes, because that's what they are. That's and then below that is all other episodes, because they're not being podcasted. Okay. That's it. That's fair. I, I like that. So what should I describe myself as? What should what should we all three describe ourselves oh, as? We, if we are not podcasters, what do we do? I'm officially announcing my transition to internet personality. <laughs> I oh, like yeah, that. I'm going with that one. Yeah. I, I like that. Internet personality. Making shows and entertainment. So that's, that's that. Well... Let's wrap this up because I am getting even more hungry and I'm, I've calmed down a lot since we started, so that's good. Um, thank you again, guys. That that was awesome. That's so, been fun. Yeah. So I'll play some music for the people in the chat room if you want to hang around and chat. It'd be great. And all that sort of thing. We'll catch you for the next show uh, and all of that sort of thing. So, right then. Yes. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Okay, Simon, I'll, I shall let you go. Thank you very much, dude. That was awesome. Thank you for the invite. That was a lot of fun. Cool. Right. I'll speak okay. to you later. Then. Take care. See ya. Okay, everyone. We're still live in the chat room. Like I say, I'm just going to play music and maybe you can hang around and chat if you like. And uh, we'll be back in about 25 minutes. As for what song is this, I'm just going to put it on random. All right. Random suckage. <laughs> <laughs>